Be Wealthy and Smart, episode 258. into a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. On today's show, we're going to talk about what actions should you take if you know in advance, well in advance, that you're going to be laid off from your job. But before we get started, I want to let you know about another awesome podcast called Profit Boss Radio. Profit Boss Radio is hosted by MBA and certified financial planner Hillary Hendershot, who highlights inspiring women who have created success in their financial and professional lives. Each week, you can tune in and hear how women have paved the road to sustain success with both beliefs and actions. Check it out at ProfitBossRadio.com. Well, it's Listener Question Friday, and I got this really interesting letter. It says, Dear Linda, my husband just found out his job will be ending. The company is closing the plant where he works in six months. He wants to work every weekend until the plant closes, and I'm worried it will affect his health. We have some extra cars and motorcycles to sell. Should we do that now? He's two years from retirement. What should he do to make the best use of this time? Thank you, Linda. And she signed it, Sarah. Well, Sarah, thank you so much for this letter. And I'm so sorry to hear that your husband lost his job. I happen to actually, just so you know, uh, talk to Sarah a little bit. So I have a little bit more information to give you here. And I know a little bit more about this situation. So I'll be highlighting that as I go along. But just to address Sarah's issue, you know, when you find out in advance that a plant is closing or you're getting laid off or they're closing your store or whatever, there's so many things that are closing nowadays. A lot of retail locations are closing down that I think a lot of people are going to be in this situation. And so I wanted to do this podcast, not just for Sarah, but also thinking about What could anybody do who's in this situation and has some advanced warning that they've got the end of their income coming down the road? And so I'm going to give you some ideas that are probably not the end-all be-all. There's probably more ideas than just the ones I'm going to give you, but I'm going to give you some ones that I think are super important and might be a little bit different than what someone else might say, because you can always get the usual ones like, you know, update your LinkedIn profile and try and get another job and, you know, update your resume or whatever, uh, if they even use those anymore. (laughs) But I want to give you some things that are a little bit outside of the box, because that's what I like to do. I like to give you the practical things that are maybe a little bit different than you're hearing elsewhere. So the first thing I would say is that any time you know that your income is going to be ending, whether it's voluntarily or involuntarily, it really makes sense to take care of all of your banking needs immediately. Because once you have no income, you're no longer eligible for credit. So that means 
If you want to refi your mortgage, this is the time to refi your mortgage. You've, you've got to do that while you're still employed and still showing income. If you want to apply for a credit card, then you should do it now before you're laid off. And one thing I think everyone who's looking at the end of income down the road, and especially even if you're retiring, uh, you should consider getting a home equity line of credit that you don't plan to use, but that maybe could be there for an emergency. And again, that's because you cannot qualify for credit if you don't have steady income. And so it's always like you want to apply for credit when you don't really need it and when you don't really want it because then it's there. And so it's there in case of emergency or something happened, you have it. But you don't want to get a home equity line of credit and obviously run up the credit line. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is get it as a backup plan, get it as an emergency plan, uh, get it for a worst case scenario so that you have extra credit available to you because you cannot get credit when you don't have income, basically. And also you want to try to pay off any debts that you have. Certainly short-term consumer debts like credit card debt, you definitely want to try and get paid off before your husband loses his, his job. You want to pay off your auto loans, boat loans, anything that you have that's consumer related, but don't worry about paying off your mortgage. Your mortgage, you can always make that one twelfth extra payment. You could make it one twelfth per month, making one extra payment per year. So you take your payment, you divide by 12, and you add that one twelfth onto each payment. That will mean you're making one extra payment a year, which will usually lop off a whole lot of interest off of your 30-year mortgage and will save you about seven plus years of paying payments. So you can really you know, take it down quite a few years and take off a lot of interest that you'll be paying just by paying a little bit more each month. And usually you don't even miss that money. So those are some banking things that I think kind of fall into the banking category that you want to be taking care of before he leaves his job. Now, the second category would fall maybe more under a mindset shift. And when you said he wants to work as much as possible until he loses his job, well, that's really concerning because you've mentioned to me he can get triple time if he works on the weekends and he wants to work, you know, basically seven days a week. And that's kind of dangerous because obviously it's not good for his health. He's going to be really tired. He could be prone to accidents. I happen to know it's a very physical job that he does. So that's really, you know, concerning. What I would say to you, Sarah, is let's talk about a mindset shift. Perhaps you could sit him down and chat with him over a glass of wine and talk about maybe instead of focusing on the time that he has left at his job, why not focus on what he plans to do after he leaves his job? Because you said he's two years away from retirement, so is he planning to get another job? Or you actually said you don't think so, that he might actually uh, do something else, which we'll talk about in just a minute. So why not focus on what his plans are after he leaves the company instead of focusing on just that limited time that he has between now and making the money before his job ends? You know, part of that conversation is what does he want to do? Does he 
you know, does he plan to start a business? What does he plan to do? And, you know, again, somebody else who's younger, they might be, the conversation might go differently. It might go about, okay, how are you going to get another job or what kind of job do you want to get? Uh, or are you going to start your own business if you have some skills and talents? So you happen to tell me, Sarah, that your husband uh, in the past owned his own garage. And so he is very good at working on cars and he plans to uh, update and remodel cars and uh, restore, I guess the word is, restore cars. And so that's very exciting that he could restore some very nice cars and have a very lucrative business. So perhaps he could shift his mindset and start preparing for that business now. Maybe he could apply for his business license, start thinking about marketing, start you know, lining up clients or going to car shows or whatever it might be that where he could interact with potential future clients. Also, does he need to buy any tools or invest in any inventory that he needs today and uh, maybe doing that so that uh, it can be you know, more matched against his income and uh, in the future, of course, he's going to have to have some income in his business to offset that. But just, you know, some thinking about the future might be a good mindset shift and might help him look at the longer term picture rather than just looking at, oh my gosh, I need to work every minute and feeling this guilt and this pressure if he's not working. Those would be kind of a mindset shift. Then I think you want to look at What's the downsizing that you can do around the house? Do you want to retire early? Does he want to actually retire two years early? Is that possible? That should be part of your conversation as well. Do you want to sell your home and move to a less expensive location and downsize your house? Would that be something that you would want to do now? Uh, the fourth thing might be uh, looking at monthly expenses and trying to reduce your monthly expenses. So you mentioned that you have additional cars and motorcycles to sell. Are there other large items like that that you could sell and free up some capital and uh, get some money for those things as well as you're reducing your expenses because you don't have insurance to pay on those things. You don't have maintenance of those cars and motorcycles, etc. Don't obviously have to buy gas if you're not using them. But you want to reduce your monthly expenses as much as you can. So yes, I would suggest this would be a good time to start selling things like that. Uh, number five would be, you know, take into account your 401k and maybe go to a, a less risky position. Maybe consider uh, going more to cash, having a greater percentage of your portfolio go to cash. If you're now close to retirement or decide to go and retire early and start a business, maybe you want to um, get less risk in that portfolio by taking more of your assets out of the market or maybe even going 100% to cash. Number six, again, those uh, resume items are LinkedIn, you know, updating your LinkedIn profile. If he's going to be looking for another job, that might be something you want to do. And number seven, maybe consider taking on more education. Is there some sort of certification? Is there some way to upgrade your qualifications to help you get the next job? In this case, it sounds like Sarah's husband wants to start his own business and can really do a mindset shift 
about his future and planning for his future, getting excited about his future business, starting to market, starting to get things lined up for his future job so that maybe that his thoughts aren't so consumed with working, working, working all the time and trying to get, you know, the biggest paycheck right now, making himself very stressed out and very sick. Instead, have a mindset of an open future, a bright future, lots of good things to come, being in control of his own destiny, and all the exciting things that go along with that, and then doing whatever he can to ensure his success. So those are some things that I thought might be a little bit different for you to think about. That one about you know applying for credit before you need it or as an emergency backup, I think is a really important financial point for anyone who knows that their job is going to be ending down the road at some point. If you haven't yet hit the subscribe button, hit subscribe and that will get you my podcast as soon as they're published. And I'd love to hear from you and have a review on iTunes. It means so much to me to hear what you have to say and get your feedback and any potential suggestions or questions that you have. And if you want to get your net worth moving in the right direction, get my 11 quick financial tips to boost your wealth. It's one page of 11 quick things you can do to get your net worth growing. That's all for today. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart. Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show. Check out our website, blog, and social media for more riches at www.bewealthyandsmart.com.